This is episode 20 of Back to Normal. It's September 11th, 2020. So let's get started. So as promised, it is an episode multiple of 10, episode 20 today. And that means that I am, I've got some special um, kind of personal stuff to talk about. And uh, I thought it was appropriate since the first personal episode, episode 10, got into some of my own personal history, getting into, you know, kind of where I started off and and how my life got to where it is now, that I would take a turn and talk today about my internet history, which is very different from my browser history. Um, but basically the history of how I first got started on the internet. And I'm not just talking about social media. Actually, I'm not going to talk about social media at all. Um, I'm specifically talking about making things for the internet or putting things on the internet. And um, that kind of all begins, I tried to do a little bit of internet history, a bit of internet digging. Um, and basically it begins the, the moment I transitioned from, at least this is what I'm considering the beginning, is the moment I transitioned from um, Gmail, like well, Hotmail first and then Gmail to Google Apps and bought the domain robattrell.com, which is my name. And um, yeah, so that was at the very end of 2010. I actually, I, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't think I am, it was actually December 31st, 2010 that I actually bought the domain, which is kind of hilarious. That's, that is how I roll. Absolutely. I would spend New Year's Eve doing that. Um, and yeah, there was a time back in your back in yesteryear that you could get a free if you bought a domain you could set it up for free with google apps as long as you had less than 10 accounts on your domain there was a whole bunch of rules about it but basically this is workaround to give you free email from google apps if you had your own domain and i used that for a really really long time until i got annoyed at that there were just so many restrictions on that free email like every time they would introduce a new feature to google apps they'd be like except for those free ones that had the loophole years ago and so now i actually pay for google apps and um yeah so that that was the very beginning for me and like i said that was the end of 2010 and first started blogging i did a bit of web design before that but my actual first blog um was on blogger which was another google product and uh, that was July 4th, 2011. And I'm pretty sure I could. It's really hard to dig up some of these these things from the very deep past. But I'm pretty sure that I was just using a Blogspot address when I first, first, first started. Um, but I quickly moved that to first. I think first it was blog.robattrell.com because, and again, this is deep down in the annals of history because it's frankly quite embarrassing. Um, but I had, I first built the first website I ever built myself, other than that blogger site, which was hosted on robattrell.com. The main site was um, just hand built. Like I built like three or four static websites that all linked together. And like, I mean, I say that's embarrassing, but really I was just like, I was just finishing school. It was pretty, it was fine for the time. And I remember being really impressed with myself at the time, but like, if even if I've been using like the simplest WordPress template, it would have been so much better. Um, but yes, so that was my that was my very very first experience blogging, and it was around the time that I was finishing up my um, my master's degree, and so I guess I was probably procrastinating because that was like the summer before I 
I graduated from my master's and yeah, I'm, I'm looking, I was looking back, I was doing a bit of internet sleuthing, um, just looking at the history of things. And I distinctly remember I, I built a resume because at the time I was looking for a job and I was spending a lot of time looking for a job. And I thought, you know, my resume is the problem and resumes, they could be so much better. You should build your resume using a website. And like, that's a great idea, actually. And like, it's the basis of LinkedIn now. But um, as part of that ex exploration, I actually built a website out of Acrobat and like out of PDFs. And I actually linked a bunch of PDFs together or no, it wasn't, it wasn't links of PDF together. I had one PDF, but it was like seven pages long and you navigated it by clicking hyperlinks in the PDF to move to different pages of it. And, um, yeah, it, it was quite interactive actually. It was kind of cool. Um, but just thinking about it now, I'm like, that was never, that was never going to get me a job anywhere because it was just too, it was too nerdy. And that at the time I wasn't looking for like I mean, maybe I guess a Silicon Valley thing would have been like taking pity on me and give me a job. But it was like it didn't it didn't showcase the skills that I had to the right audience that I was actually going to be searching for. It was just yeah, it was funny. Um, maybe I'll actually try and dig that up because it's probably somewhere in my Dropbox. At the time I was using Dropbox. Now I don't use that anymore. Um, I wonder if I cleared it out. I always wonder. I I honestly should at some point go through because like I used to use Dropbox exclusively because it was the biggest free thing. And then I moved to Google um, Drive because that was way better, obviously, and had Google Sheets and Docs and all that stuff and mostly abandoned Dropbox. But I think there's probably still stuff in my folder. And then I moved mostly to OneDrive and Microsoft stuff. And so my Google Drive is mostly just a repository of um, like similar to the to way there's some websites that only work on Internet Explorer because they're so old. Um, there's some functions that I need from Google Drive. So every once in a while I go back to Google Drive, but mostly I'm all my stuff, my modern stuff that I use is on OneDrive. Um I want to try to dig up that resume because that was like that was a big project and it looked really good, but it was so confusing and yeah, nobody would ever do it. It, it would be fun to do another resume project knowing what I know now using the web instead of PDF, but that was yeah, that was an experiment. Okay, I got way off topic there. I actually have a like set of train tracks that I want to talk about and I just tangented off of it. Okay. So I started blogging July, 2011 in 2012, I think it was September, 2012. Um, I recorded what I'm calling a podcast, but it was basically a video. Um, it was basically a video conference in the style of a podcast, like a video cast or whatever you'd call it now. Um, basically wanting to test out hangouts on air. And I, that, it's sad to me that like, that was the time I was so naive to like and starry-eyed to be like hangouts on air that's the future and now like yes that was true because hangouts on air was kind of the precursor to you know everything we do today like microsoft teams um video meetings zoom video meetings google meet um basically all these products just look today like a kind of beefed up version of hangouts on air um because they all have like they have all the record button most of them have the ability to live stream the the meeting all that stuff. It's uh, yeah, it's kind of funny that that was Hangouts on Air was the future, but Google killed it. I guess they turned it into Google Meet, but they wanted to make money off it. Hangouts on Air didn't make any money. Um, yes, so that was 2012 and 2013. I started doing web design and um, working with a band called like the, I. I guess they were first client. They were just friends, and we just kind of um, wanted to put this together to help promote the band, but. Um, yeah, so I built a website for Sons of Pluto, the the Ottawa band that um, 
they, they were honestly doing shows for like five years and uh, they haven't done much since and probably won't because now they're, you know, in their thirties and starting families and all that. That's what happened to a lot of bands. Um, but yeah, I was making, built a website for them, got all their emails set up properly, um, was doing things like going to their shows, doing videos, taking pictures, um, recorded footage at their EP recording, all that stuff. Um, yeah, that was, that was a fun time and, um, gave me a lot of the skills that I have now that I, that I put into things like podcast production and, um, yeah, web design, all that stuff, like being able to actually have something to promote is like a, it was like a project that had a, de a designated endpoint, And so it was, it was a good way to focus and, um, do it for somebody else. And that led to, um, kind of those skills again, led to an early 2014. This is about a year later. Um, I started three other projects. So the first one, I think I'm going to try to do this chronologically. The first one I started was, but they came very quick succession. Um, Atrial Update was a YouTube channel that I started with my sister. And that ran for about a year, I think, um, with the idea being it was similar. If, if you've seen Vlogbrothers, the YouTube channel, um, it was similar in concept to that. My sister was doing um, studies abroad in France. And I was here and wanted to, again, looking for ways to um, like reasons to to use these skills and test these skills. So um, the concept is basically similar to this podcast, except instead of it was in, it was in video format on YouTube. And we basically only communicated by uploading videos to one another, um, doing like things like explaining things, talking about our life, all that stuff. And um, yeah, so I started that with her early 2014. Just it was something fun to do and keep in touch with her. And again, practice video skills. I actually I actually also dabbled in um, very, very rudimentary music production. So for some of my episodes, once once we were a few months in, I started um, opening up every week. I would open up GarageBand on my iPad and just put together like a little music bed for the for the video. And um, yeah, that was kind of fun. Just like putting a repeating beat into the background of the the video that was uh that was really interesting uh so also in 2014 if we move chronologically i started a podcast i guess at the time it was also on hangouts on air but it was kind of this demo podcast in 2012 um, was talking about technology and so we kind of adapted that format and um yes the show was called future tech chat and um because we always wanted to talk about the technology that was coming in the future and that the the idea was that was a weekly show talking about technology and talking about the future and and how those things kind of intersect and so we'd pick a topic to do with technology and we talk about it and um that was really fun but it took a lot of research and we actually ended up going from just this one podcast called future tech chat like really wordy name and um so we had future tech chat and then after about two or three months of that we we split it into one once a week alternating we would have future tech chat and then next week we'd have a future side chat which is like the science side of things rather than the tech side of things and again we pick a science-based topic and alternate between those after about 40 i think it was 44 episodes of that in total between the two um for episode 45 we did we transitioned from future tech chat and future side chat chat to just making a podcast called future chat and talk about science and technology um, it just yeah like i said it got really confusing and we were running out of topics for the video, for like the, the podcast series. And so we decided it would be much simpler at this point. Um, if we just had one podcast every week 
and then I think eventually moved to every two weeks, um, that we would basically just pick topics to do with science or technology and talk about kind of the news of the day rather than focusing on, on one specific topic and talking about kind of updates to that topic. And we ended up focusing a lot, like I said, on science, technology and space. And we had a few other sub things that we would always come back to. We had our like our beat, but that was such a fun thing to do. And um, the other podcast we did is a little easier to explain, has a little more straightforward history. It was called Auto What? And basically it was an interview show um, about people who either live in Ottawa or do something in Ottawa or have something to like some business or something in Ottawa to promote. And um, that was really that was a really fun project. Um, the only reason that those two projects ended was because life gets really busy when you have a kid and especially a really young kid. And um, we were also in a house that was only two bedrooms and the, the kid needed the second bedroom, obviously. So um, I kind of lost my office space in that condo. And so even if I did have even if I did have time with the kid, um, it wasn't going to work time wise. And so um, wound those down. But that was always that was like a really fun time for me. And and it did, although it did mean that, like, you know, at the start of 2013, I basically had nothing going on by the by early 2014. Uh, once of these three projects that I mentioned, along with everything else, had started up. Um, yeah, my days, my weeks were really full at that point. And um even though, yeah, Atrial Update lasted until the end of 2014, um, it was, it, it became a lot. So I looked this up and it actually seems very hard to believe, but it was actually the end of 2014 that on Blogger, I launched a new podcast network site. So I actually started up a podcast network just to easily, quickly host all these podcasts that I had. Um, at the time, Future Chat had its own website, Ottawa had its own website, Sons of Pluto had its own website, and my blog had its own website. So this was like a fifth website, if I'm counting correctly. Um, but in the end, because it was my thing now, I was able, I, I shut down the Future Chat website because it wasn't necessary anymore. And I integrated that, that um, podcast into unwindmedia.com, which is the, the podcast network that you're listening to this on. And um, Ottawa had its own site, but I also moved the, uh, like had a copy of the episodes available on unwindmedia.com. And then along with the site launch, um, started two new shows. So East Meets West um, was a show that I did with my friend Nick. Uh, he lived in the West in, in Calgary and then Edmonton for a while. Um, and I lived in Ottawa, obviously. And so we talked about things mostly to do with politics or just like um, Canadian issues, that kind of thing. Um, that was really fun, but it only lasted about 14 or 15 episodes before I forget exactly what happened. We just got too busy and and kind of tailed off. And then Feedback was the other show. Feedback was a music show that I did with um, with two of the members of Sons of Pluto. So basically talking about music. And as part of Feedback, we um, I also had them sing a couple of songs, like cover songs, and just record it in my kitchen. And that was also super fun. Um, let me polish, let me do my recording chops. And we actually released an album of cover songs, um, based on that, which was super fun. And, um, yeah, so that was, that was those two sites that was on windmedia.com. And that's how kind of how it went for a few years. Um, in 2017, we launched one new podcast on, on Wind Media called desktop. And around that similar time, I think it was probably closer to 2014, um, I also launched another podcast that was just personal stuff and it was called Fake It with Rob Attrell. That was probably another level of precursor to this show. 
um, that was just a way for me to kind of, if I had something that didn't fit on any of my other shows that I would kind of record stuff with people and, or myself and that podcast fake it eventually transitioned, changed names to seeds of thought. And, um, yeah, that that's really just like my kind of messing around demo area, like little playground to have new shows there, but that's, that's basically the precursor to this show. Um, and yeah, so shortly after desktop in 2017, um, I moved the website from blogger, which was, I was quickly running into like just all kinds of problems and I was wanting to, basically I was able to start paying for websites. So I had just recently, I think the first thing I moved was robbatrell.com moved from blogger to WordPress and like bought a VPS, set it up on DigitalOcean, um, which is a, a VPS host. And let's basically let you have server space that's your own and configure it however you want, put whatever you want on it. So I put that WordPress site on it. And then I put um, the Unwind Media site on it as well, moved everything over. That was a really big, fun project to, to get everything set up the way I wanted. And um, yeah, so that that's basically where all my current stuff is. I move, I also moved, like I said, I wound down the, um, the Future Chat website that was set up specifically for it on Blogger. Um, but I moved the auto website to WordPress and I moved the Sons of Pluto website to WordPress. So I've got five or six different WordPress sites running now and no blogger sites anymore since I think around 2017. And at first, um, I've got written here. I learned just enough to make things work with WordPress. And, uh, now I'm at the point where I'm pretty comfortable in WordPress and I probably do a lot more than most people do with their WordPress sites. Um, I do use the default template. I really like the I really like keeping up with the default template because it, it really kind of changes with the times. Um, but I've started doing things like really customizing it. So I added a, a sidebar to the WordPress 2020 theme, which is really fun. And um, did things like found found a really good plugin that adds dark mode and then configured it really specifically to exactly the way I want it. And so now I have a toggle toggleable dark mode um, because it's my website. I set it up actually as dark mode first. So when you open it, it's dark mode because everything I do is in dark mode. But um, for those people who like light mode, I'm, I'm sure you're out there. That's great. Um, there is a toggle there, but it's dark mode first. Doesn't It doesn't listen to, to what you want. doesn't listen to what you have configured on your browser or anything. Um, it just gives you dark mode. So this is really just, I'm realizing, scratching the surface of, of all these projects. But this is basically, this fast forward to the creation of this show in 2020 and in late August 2020. Um, this is basically where I'm at. I haven't done much since the birth of my daughter to do with putting things on the internet, but I've really wanted to for a long, long time. And I'm finally getting the chance now that I've, you know, we've moved into a house. I'm, I'm working every day out of my basement now and I have the opportunity again. And like I mentioned in the last episode, um, we're expecting our second child in October. So we'll see, um, whether I have to transition the show. It's been really fun doing it daily, but I do suspect that at some point I'm going to not, I wouldn't say run out of ideas because I have lots of ideas and I, kind of recognizing the the ability and need to talk about news stories that have come up in like the previous day. Um, I'm probably going to start doing that relatively like more often. I think I did it a couple of times early in this show, but um, to make that a thing that I can kind of do on a more regular basis. Um, yeah. So but I, I do see the potential that this would go from, say, maybe seven times a week down to maybe three times a week. I don't think there's any reason to really go one time a week, but we'll see. We'll see what it does. 
Um, but something like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm not, I'm still committing to seven days a week right now. I have no, until I run out of ideas, until I go like, until I have a day where I'm sitting there and I'm like, I just don't have anything to talk about. Um, there's no real reason to skip days. Um, cause it doesn't take that long in the morning and it's really fun. So this whole thing and going down this memory lane has really just been a very, has made me recognize what a roller coaster ride this was and all this stuff from transitioning from um, basically paying for nothing and just dealing with the limitations of whatever platform I was using because it was free. It was free and good enough. That was basically the, the mantra. Um, whereas now I'm like, I'm willing to pay not a crazy amount, but I'm willing to pay a decent amount to get something that I really want. And it's really good. And um, yeah, like it, it, I'm 30 something. I'm early 30s. And it really feels like I'm just getting started with all of this. So um, I'm definitely going to keep experimenting with the internet. I'm definitely going to keep um, websites running and doing projects like this as long as I can. And, and um, that's basically my internet history in a nutshell. So um, who knows? In one of these future um, personal episodes, I might delve more into the specific history of one of these projects or a couple of them. But uh, for the time being, I'll leave it there. And I'll say have a great day. We'll see you next time. Bye.